Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and this is our recap episode of week four in the 2022-23 season. And here are today's topics. Arsenal get a late winner against Fulham to remain perfect on the season. Erlen Haaland's first Premier League hat-trick helps Man City beat Palace 4-2. Liverpool absolutely smash Bournemouth, putting nine past the Cherries. Ten-man Chelsea gets past Leicester City 2-1. And Manchester United edge past Southampton 1-0 for their second straight victory. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. That's right, Musty, and because the Premier League is back, so is your chance to win $50,000. Play Premier League Pick'em for free, and you can become the next big winner. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app today, available in the App Store or Google Play Store. Okay, mate, listen, let's week four done in the bag. Let's start it off with title contenders. Leaders in the clubhouse. Yep. Four wins in four. The only team with maximum points in the league. Talk to me how Mikel Arteta and his men did this. Because they went a goal down up to a, a, a quite poor mistake by Gabriel at the back. Mitrovic got the goal that put Fulham ahead. And for me, one of the biggest things I saw in Arsenal was there wasn't a panic. Mm. More of a determined... Mm pulling together of the team I think we would have we've got to mention the atmosphere in there yeah. you know, I think since yeah. then we've heard from I think it was a former player Alan Smith talked about it Rob and somebody else talked about that the atmosphere in that is like yeah. we're going back 10 years to, yeah. to some of the atmosphere so that's great let me start this way Rob in that, in, when, we, when we do our preparation for each game yeah you know, I think we do it a similar way. We kind of have a sheet top sheet about yeah. certain things that we're thinking about looking for my top line of Arsenal is grooved right now are they going to be consistent? Mm. Are they durable? Mm. Are they ready, ready for Fulham's organised pressing? Yeah. And what happens when possession or slick football is not yeah. possible? You know, have they got other ways to win? Mm. Uh, I think I've got a few answers there, really, because it, 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 they did struggle a little bit yeah. at times. In, yeah. and they made, Fulham are well set up. They are fairness. very well set up, very mm. well organised. Yeah. I think it's a situation where Arsenal had to be super patient. Mm. They dominated the ball, they dominated territory. They look good in many situations. The final piece wasn't coming. And then, of course, the mistake happens. Yeah. And then we get on to some of my concerns about yeah. consistency and about durability and about spirit and about, I don't know, the ability to find ways to win. They, yeah. they did it all. And there's lots of talk now, of course, given their record on the show. Rebecca's asked us things like, you know, are they the real deal? Mm -hmm. Can they yeah. sustain a title challenge for a yeah. period of weeks and months? Mm -hmm. My sense is right now is why not? Yeah. You know, the first 11 is better. I think that's that's absolutely for sure. I think the preseason was was great, grooved the system, um, and when you add players to the eleven and make it better, yeah. uh, and you've had more time to work with the coach, you know things should get better. Mm. So yeah, impressed. Gabriel sloppy needs to learn from that. Yeah. There's yeah. millions of things he, he could have done. Let the ball run mm. across his body. Of course, his touch wasn't great. Then you get the ball away, um, but he came back, of course, and scored the winning goal. So I. I thought it was a very, very impressive day for Arsenal again. Mm. The manager says everything, Robin, you see his face yeah. after Arteta. He's super happy, smiling. Um, yeah, they remain perfect. And I want to point to uh, a couple of specifics from the game. I want to talk about the maturity of the group, which I think is important. Martin Odegaard was yeah. interesting, Rob, because I, I think we were just having an off-camera off discussion with Rebecca and I'm not sure how involved we were. We were talking about the captaincy. And I sort of said, 
Can they trust him on Odegaard? Like, you know, was there anybody else who, you know, could he give it Gabriel? Could he give it Ben White? Could he give it Saka? And I saw when Arsenal won down, Odegaard take a responsibility. And him and Saka started to get between the lines, Robin. Mm. And yeah. almost like, I've got to find a way to drag this team back into the game. And I was really impressed with that. Another interesting sort of slightly detailed point is Arsenal now have a goalkeeper who you can rely in and we saw why Fulham have a goalkeeper who at some point will let you down. Bert Leno used to be the number one goalkeeper at Arsenal. And Bert Leno used to be in a team that was saying, well, couldn't they be top four? Bert Leno will let you down on a couple of occasions, but poor mistakes, bad decisions, which he did for the second Arsenal goal, mm. and Arsenal win the game. They have in Ramsdale a goalkeeper who, listen, they're all going to make the odd mistake. They're all, all going to let a goal go in that will all you know, say, oh, should he have done better? But they've got a reliable, consistent goalkeeper now that's so important that Liverpool had to do, Rob, when they were getting it right. But Pep sorted out the moment he walked in the door and got rid mm. of, of Joe Hart. And so the goalkeeper is another issue. And then I want to talk about the maturity. And I, and, and I mentioned it in, the low, I think it was a low down with Rebecca at, at the end of the show. A maturity on and off the pitch. On the pitch, it's just a responsibility. The Gabriel that, you know, he's made the mistake. And you talk about the crowd. I, I read a couple of interesting articles last night where they said the awesome crowd are knowledgeable and understand that this team needs support. Mm. A few weeks ago, it was uh, Salaberry giving own goal away. Mm. They cheered him. Yeah. Apparently, they were really supportive of Gabriel yesterday. He goes and gets the winner. So there's a maturity about the way they play. And the manager, Rob, there was, there was a moment where... They get the second goal, Mikel Arteta goes running down the touchline, punches the air. The moment he lands on his feet, it was like, hold on a minute, I need to get hold of the, this game. And make And he went, Tommy Asu, Tommy Asu, yeah. off the bench, yeah. on you come, shut, shut, shut the shop. I think in time, there would have been times where Mikel Arteta would still have been hugging and, and, and thinking over, that, over the, what looked like the winning goal and could have caused him problems. There's a maturity running through the football club that's important. I'll add to that as well, the manager, in terms of what he did. Yeah. They were, they were losing the game 1-0. Mm. He made some kind of brave substitutions. Yeah. First off, Zinchenko was missed, yeah. in my Zinch opinion, left Zinchenko back. Zinchenko and Party missing. Like, were missed, were, but, were but particularly, players. they were big, mm. big players. The first yeah. changes of the whole season, the first yeah. three games, unchanged Arsenal. Zinchenko adds technical quality, decision-making, good on the ball. Third, yeah. And Turney is a, is a really mm. good player, so different. Yeah. I mean... More conventional, of course, as a left fullback. Yeah. So he, I thought he was missed at left mm. fullback. Um, but anyway, back to the subs. You know, they go without a left back. It's, they, yeah. they bring off Turney and, and, and Gabriel Martinelli. Has to kind of do it. Yeah. But they throw on another attacking player, of course, in there. Uh, Eddie Nketiah, I yeah. thought, had an impact in the mm. game. So good substitutions uh, that helped find a way to get back into the game. Yeah. I just w made a note there when you said it about the fans, Rob, and the reaction. I'm right now, I'm sure many of our Arsenal fans that are listening are watching now, have watched or are in the middle of watching the documentary, mm. right? Yeah, it's a documentary, yeah, of course, yeah, on the on Arsenal Football yeah. Club right now. And throughout the episodes, I haven't reached the last two yet, but Arteta talks constantly to the team about connections mm. and how the, the manager's connected to the players, you're connected to each other. In one episode, he goes around yeah. with a light bulb. You know, we need the energy from every mm. part of this football club to make this light bulb turn on type yeah, of thing, yeah. which is a bit gimmicky, whatever. But when you said about the fans getting behind Saliba... Yeah. Yeah. And when you're talking about the getting behind the team, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, they want a connection yeah. between the group of players and the supporters. Yeah. And that's why when he has a, the, um, 
the, the non-negotiables in terms of attitude. He wants a team to be likable for, by the, for the fans. Yeah. And I think the team is likable. Mm. But what group, bunch of fans doesn't want a young, hungry team yeah. to go and cheer and support? So I think mm. the connection is there. I think uh, Arteta's made the team likable. It's honest. It works hard. Mm. It's expansive. It wants to play. You know, it's very different to some of the other teams in and around them right now, which we'll get on to. Um, so I, I thought that was really important. And, you know, I know uh, El Neni played in there, Rob, and Lekonga could come in. They've kind of, Tomiyasu come on and looked like yeah. he was chomping at the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came in to secure mm. the points late on. And as you say, did And then Ketia came on and made it. So, yeah. so you it's need your level, but you it? need this yeah. season with these five mm. subs, you need everybody to be on the same page. So, again, I keep going back to Arteta's kind of like, we want good eggs, we mm. want good pros. Yeah. I think I'm starting to see the benefit of that, Rob, with these performances. Just before we finish up on, on Arsenal, a couple of things just wanted to throw across you. Um, read this week a couple of places, a um, couple of quotes. This is probably the best Arsenal team since Wenger days. Might be a bit of an early shot, but if you, if you kind of think back to, to what they've been through, where they are. The early Wenger days, The early yeah. Wenger yeah. days of, of building. Yeah, the time. I mean, that's... I mean, there's, there's, there's yeah, a, a million like, steps to go, yeah, but yeah. I'm talking in terms of that. Yeah. Um, just the other thing, Rob, and, and, and listen, it, it's a, a, an ownership group, Cronky group, that, that's had some um, criticism from the fans, some I think quite deservedly uh, of, of how it's run, but of late, you know, money's been spent. Do you think another body, they're talking about Pedro Neto or the like, another, you know, Pepe's gone out now on, on loan to Nice, they've lost somebody in the attacking third. Yes. You know, we saw Enkete come on and can be an impact player from the bench, but they were to get an injury, Rob. Yeah. If, if, if Gabriel Jesus was to go down and be out for four well, six... Well, they got, they got Enkete, they got Enkete, but they haven't got many others, by the way. Yeah, in the wide... I know these Smith Rowe's still waiting to come into the team. And right. that, but, but is there, you know, with everything that's gone, with the start that they've had, with some of the other teams not looking quite as... Would it be right now to go and find, go and get a Neto or somebody of similar quality to add to that group? A million percent. Fabio Vieira is the other new son yeah. they bought. They're yeah. just trying to get, apparently, they're trying to get a little bit of power and yeah. strength on him. He's mm -hmm. a little bit light at the moment. So that's another one. But you're absolutely right. Pedro Neto is a, I, I think he's a star in the waiting. I, I, you know, he had a nightmare last year. He, he fractured his kneecap yeah. last season, yeah, was out for a massive long time. Yeah. Let's talk about Pedro Neto. I think he'd be brilliant for mm -hmm. Arsenal. I, I, you know, the stuff that I've read the last couple of days, it looks unlikely. Yeah. I don't know why the yeah. fee's going to be too high or whatever. Mm. But he would be a, would be a great addition and, and you know right now don't 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 regret yeah. falling yeah, short yeah. because of maybe squad or for injuries and you, you know they they're a little bit bare bones we saw that a little bit last year and you know, we gave them the credit the rebuilding they had to get rid of a lot of players so yeah let's wrap it on arsenal yeah really great yeah. um and it, it's you know the dreams of life for the arsenal yeah. fans and i tell you what i I feel good for the Arsenal fans because my goodness i mean we've been doing this stuff here now in this <laughs> building for what nearly 10 years yeah. now and Arsenal, you know, we've we've had to be honest about a little bit how like Manchester United, really. a little bit, yeah. And the fans have gone through mm. many years of torture, disappointment, frustration, mm. not great kind of running of the club. They got it right. Yeah, the it's almost like you can be proud of their their Arsenal yeah. team again. And yeah, that's a good thing. No yeah. mention for Fulham, Rob, because I've got to feel good around Fulham. I do and, too. And, and you know, Fulham have been in the league, and I know at times we've been a bit critical of them, or certainly I've been critical, but. They didn't really give themselves a good enough go. They were, lacked a bit of physicality. They weren't well set up and organised to deal with the challenges of the Premier League. I think it's different. Marco Silva, his team, very well set up, Rob. 
Um, I know they didn't have as much possession of the ball, certainly in, in the first half, but they had a threat. They've got Mitrovic, they've got to cut over Reed and people who can break on, on a bit of a counter-attack. They've got people like Pereira, who's happy to have the ball, Rob, and, and knit the passing together. Yeah. Polino looks good. like a good bit of business. Yeah. I've got a feel, I've got a real feel for Fulham. If Marco Silva can continue to be as diligent, work hard, get the tactics right, they've got a chance of staying in the league this year. They've got a chance. Um, a lot of it is going to come out of Mitrovic, yeah. obviously. I think it's four and four. I think mm. it's four goals and four. Four goals and four, yes. Fourth I mean, goal, yeah. That's superb. Yeah. It's more than he got all the last time he was in the <laughs> he league. Got three three yeah. goals. And, and, and Andreas Pereira from Manchester United. Yeah. I just think he's a lovely, lovely footballer. Mm. Um, do you know what worries me, Rob, about him? When I look at the, the starting eleven right now, and there's a there's a what a couple, Harry Wilson is a really good player, yeah. a wide player yeah. that's out yeah. injured at the moment. And and listen, it's really it sounds maybe a little bit harsh because defensively they were really really good. They, mm. they did concede two goals. Yeah. Anthony Robertson looks good. Tim Ream played well. Tosin is a good player. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't get by. It's the same back four. Yeah. It's the same defenders well, that were there. Du- Diop, aren't they? And yeah. Du- is it Dunk? Or Duff, Duffy. And Babu. And Babu. Duffy. Uh, yeah. Duffy Di- yeah. Uh, I, there's a few. There's I think a couple we've got more to come. There's got to be something different defensively, Rob. Or they're yeah. going to concede a lot of goals. They might score for you at Mitrovic, mm. but I, and I love the midfield. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I just want to see freshness in the defensive side of things. You talk about the goalkeeper. That, that will be what I'm watching for. Mm. I think they're organised. I like the coach. Yeah. Attacking options are good. Good striker. Mm. But can they stop goals going on the other end? Yeah. Well, it's early. We have to, we'll wait and see. Let's take it to the Etihad, where Manchester City were one of the sort of bogey teams in, in mm. some respects. Didn't score at all against Manchester City last se- against Crystal Palace last season. Palace come to town and go 2-0 up at the break, Rob. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're in the, in the uh, studio going, hold on a minute. You know, they've gone... Fairness to City, they've gone two goals behind in I think something like four of the last six games or something and not lost any of them. And this was another case of, I mean, centre stage, Erlen Haaland, yes. why you pay $63 million yeah. for somebody who gives you a different option. Yeah. That was a, this is the day he shows us why Pep chased him and wanted him. And we're learning stuff, we're seeing stuff every single week. Mm. You know, <laughs> what he's great at what maybe the team has to change a little bit. I think we saw it in this game. I thought yeah. we saw it in one of the first games, maybe the first or second game. I haven't got my notes here now. When the, the game where he went through... Uh, yeah, West Ham. Got in behind West Ham, wasn't it? Yeah. So that's a critical part, and yeah. you're starting to see it. Yeah. We just did a breakdown for the, the tactic session. Yeah. Check that out on, uh, on YouTube, on the NBC Sports channel, YouTube channel, um, about City crossing the ball. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've got a guy in there that absolutely loves crosses. Mm. And at times last year, you know, City, super patient. They'll try and play a little overpay bit, a little bit to yeah. make great chances. Yeah. They don't have to now, really. Mm. So the crosses came in today. We saw, um, was it the third goal he scored, where it was more typical Haaland, yeah. where he's yeah. signed Gund- on, Gundogan he's with running the ball. in behind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we're seeing evidence each week at how he's going to work. What's he got, Rob? Six goals already? Six in goals in four, yeah. First I mean, it, it, I mean mm. what does it take to beat Man City? Yeah. The, 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 and, and I think I said the line. I think it was in our, our, our um, pre-game, pre-season uh, podcast, where I just said they've added a, re- a wrecking ball to all the quality that they've got. They, they, they've got the ability, Rob, to be a bit direct now and then if things ain't going well. As long as they do it, yeah, as long as they do it when things aren't going yeah. well, and, and and get it in the box. And this this fellow's going to outmuscle, 
outmove, outmaneuver. He's a smart operator in the box. And strong. He's, he, he's yeah. got all the, the tick boxes you want. And, you know, he was a difference of, of getting City back into the game and winning them the three points that, you know, keeps them back up there and, and fighting. And, and it could have been very different. 2-0 down at half-time, Robert. Mm. If, and we know Palace are a decent team. If, if they can hold on and, and the goals don't go in, all of a sudden, everybody's asking big questions about mm. Manchester City. For the last thing I, we've got to mention is Bernardo Silva. Mm. Scores a great goal. Mm. I, I get some gets the team it's going. A little again. deflection in that, but yeah. little deflection. But what a yeah. little player! It, it, At Pat, a time Pat where was strong on Friday, well, I know he kept really getting asked about it. Didn't he? Yeah. Barcelona won him. He was losing. And yeah. PSG won him. Yeah. Two teams won yeah. it. Yeah. And he always said, "Pep, if a player isn't happy, yeah, I'd let him." Yeah. But to be fair, I think he always says, "If if we get our fair valuation, mm. now it depends on the player for them." Ryan Sterling, they let go a, a decent price. Yeah. yeah. It looks like they value Bernardo Silva more, and yeah. they're like, "Well, yeah. he might want to go, but whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. You know, we're not here to, to make sure players yeah. get all what yeah. they want all the time. Yeah. Obviously, want a, a big, big, big fee for Bernardo Silva. Mm. I don't know whether they get it. And when he says he's not going anywhere, yeah, I mean, I don't in, think he's going no, anywhere. Not, not, not in a club like that. No. It's not like the, 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 no. the Chelsea situation last away. You knew it was just going to be a number, and then it was going to go. Mm. Um, but yeah, Pep gets the job done. Holland gets pays a big. Yep. Slice of that $63 million they paid for him. City get three points and, and Kachinja raised up there. Let's talk about the most one-sided game of the Cough weekend. Um, joint record, nine goals for Liverpool against um, Scott Parker's Bournemouth. I suppose the most impressive thing about Scott Parker's Bournemouth was, would be Scott's cardigan with the four stripes on it. It's apparently this high-fashion item, oh, great. desirable great. from many parts. What wasn't so desirable was the way his team played. And, and I know you, you were watching this one a little bit more closely than me. We had all those games, games on at 10 time. o'clock. Yeah. But there was a couple of times we sort of said, like, come on, do something. And, and, and a little bit like you were saying, well, what's next? You know, how are they going to get a goal? Why are they, you know, it's almost like, the, the, I wouldn't say the white flag went out, but it, it, it felt like it was just one-way traffic. Well, every time you looked up, it was another Liverpool attack. And... and you're thinking this this could be any number. Can you remember early in the game? I think it was like three after. I'm like, this yeah. could be ten. Yeah. And yeah. I and I mm. wasn't really joking at mm. the time. And it blimmin' almost was. Mm. This is super early. We've seen Bournemouth already this season yeah. that didn't really lay a glove in previous games. Um, I mean, I know Scott. He's a brilliant. I, he was my he's my teammate of mine yeah. in one of my yeah. uh, my second to last season at Charlton yeah. Athletic in the Premier League. Mm. I played alongside Scott Parker yeah. for a yeah. couple of games. Brilliant lad, brilliant uh, player. I mean, he, uh, the interview afterwards yeah, was was down, was he, down, and he's like, "We're not equipped at this big, level." It was a big point to the ownership, by the way. Well, the ownership, his team. Uh, I mean, yeah. I didn't like. I don't. I didn't like it. Mm. It was like we ain't good enough. What yeah. can I tell you? Type of thing. I get. I get that, Rob, and and, and totally agree with you. Yeah, let, let me just. You know, uh, we're on the podcast, so we can we can go down slightly different avenues. Your you're captain of Bournemouth Football Club. You're away at Liverpool. You're 4-0 down uh, 40-odd minutes, let's say, because I think it was five before half-time, something like 5-6. I know you, your personality, and what you're about. You're going to get light a fire under one or two around you. You're going to, if need be, go steam into a couple of tackles, and you're going to say, we ain't going to allow this to get ugly. That's on the players. That's on your group of players, Rob. If I'm in that team, 
I'm barking orders all day. I, I'm fighting with some of my teammates because that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So, but, Incredibly but it, embarrassing. We will look on the... Scott, he, you know, has to take his amount of credit. He's a manager. He set them up, that thing. But you're out on the pitch. You're a professional, Rob. There's got to be a little bit more from the group, aren't there? Do, do you know what? And this is more manager than player. We play... I was at Middlesbrough. We were Arsenal. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant Arsenal team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, whatever. 90s, like, brilliant team. And I think it was somewhat like four or five mil. Mm. Brian Robson called me over from the sideline at... At, uh, was it Highbury then? I think it was Probably Highbury. Highbury yeah. And uh, I ran over and he said, make sure, make sure this doesn't get embarrassing. Yeah. Basically to say to me, get out there yeah, yeah, and you exactly. organise and you yeah. tell everybody this is not going to... So we, we blocked it all up and it, ended, it wasn't more than five or six. Yeah, it might yeah, have been six yeah. which or five isn't or six, great, Which isn't great. But and, and yeah, not, you know, eight eights nine and nines with, with loads of is other damaging. Chances. It's yeah. damaging. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't... you know So... Point taken, like, come on, yeah. that's a crazy yeah. number of goals to give yeah. up. It just really is. But on Liverpool side of things, I mean, I did the highlight sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have time for replays. There's so many goals. And the Trent Alexander-Arnold goal in the it's top corner was amazing. Goal, Bobby yeah. Firmino led the front line, yeah. gets a couple of goals. It was incredible. Luis Diaz with a, with a couple of headed goals there that shows his goal potential. I mean, incredible. Harvey Elliott gets his first Premier League goal. Beautiful. And tears and that. Lovely scene, yeah. yeah. How did Mo Salah not score assist? Like, uh, what's the odds of that? <laughs> yeah. Liverpool played Bournemouth. They beat them nine 0 and Mo Salah played the whole game. I think. Yeah. No goals, uh, no assists. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just kind of. It's just a, a good, weird one. It's maybe a good thing. One. Reliance on him in the past. Like, yeah, they don't rely goals. On. Yeah, but no. In terms of reaction, Rob, for Liverpool, real quick. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it was always going to be a tough time to go to and Klopp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a big week in the uh, meetings and the Man United is a, is a yeah. hurtful, yeah. not damaging, but just a hurtful result. Yeah. And I think we all expected a a, um, a reaction. That kick starts there. Feels season. like the proper season I, I starts. Don't, I don't this think is, we're yeah. going to see the. No. And also, it was Henderson, wasn't it? Fabinho started yeah. getting midfield. Yeah, I yeah. didn't get that in the uh, Manchester United game that Fabinho didn't start. Um, but no, I mean, enough said, isn't it? 9 0, back on track, yeah. front player scoring. You know, there's others to come back from injury, of course, at Liverpool. Yeah. Needed it, got it. They're back, aren't they? Absolutely back. Um, what is crazy with the, with the Premier League fixture, it sometimes throws the storylines together. Chelsea faced Leicester. They've been on this long-standing um, trail of, of Wesley Fauna. That was announced, I think, on the Friday night or Saturday morning that it, it's been agreed. Fauna's going to join Chelsea. Finally, they, they, they've agreed all the terms and conditions. The two teams play <laughs> at Stamford Bridge. And we've got an interesting game. Lots, lots of interesting... A few interesting points came out of this one. Chelsea got the job done, courtesy of a brace of goals from yeah. Ryan Sterling, first Premier yep. League goals for the football club. Yep. He, right now, Rob, is carrying the weight of Chelsea's attack. He is. And, and, and again, this is one of those 10 o'clocks today. Yeah. So we, our eyes are everywhere. And mm. our big old, we have a big old screen at the back of our studio. Yeah, with, 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 with or It's hard to yeah. keep the, the yeah. real details mm. of what's going on. Yeah. Um, but when you see it, like Raheem Sterling, two goals, well done. Like, what, yeah. what about the other attackers yeah. then? Yeah, yeah, what about the other yeah. attackers? Is I it Thomas Tuchel yeah. that isn't getting enough out of the other uh, attacking players? Yeah, which I, I started to are. think of, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you started to go You think of Lukaku. Road, yeah. Eh, you know, well, okay then. But then you've got, you got uh, Timo Werner. Yeah, he's gone, You've got yeah, Hakim Ziyech that's not yeah, done it. Yeah. I mean, Kai Havertz. Is, it's like, well, hang on a minute. That's a lot of Pulisic. Pulisic. Lots mm. of front players that have not done it. Is it all their fault? Or is it partly Thomas Tuchel as well? Maybe Ryan Stunning can, can show us. Like, he scored two goals. Yeah, like, maybe it's yeah, not. Yeah, maybe yeah, it is these front yeah. players have got to step up and perform. Okay. Winner of the day, loser of the day, Conor Gallagher. With an opportunity, and I don't mean loser in a, in a, in a, yeah, a, yeah. a, a totally derogatory yeah. way, yeah, but in yeah, terms of coming yeah, out of this game, yeah, like, he's got yeah. this opportunity, Conor Gallagher, to, to, to get a, be a first team player 
or, or certainly in, the, in, in remain at Chelsea, not yeah. go out on loan. Yeah. Yeah. For those who can't remember or, or don't yeah. know, he was brilliant at Crystal Palace on loan oh, last yeah. season. And we wanted to have a, ch a, a chance of many takers if, if he Many was takers. A, a but it, is it emotionally difficult to... I mean, you, if you're a manager, do you trust him now, Colin well, Gallagher? A, that was the word I was going to. Um, and, and Tuchel's talked only. Christian Pulisic, we hear, inverted commas, isn't someone he trusts. That's why he doesn't get enough starts. Conor Gallagher, Rob, is an intelligent footballer. I've, I've got friends at Palace who saw him there, right. see him train, and, mm -hmm. and know about him. I sense he's so determined to prove that he's good enough then he, he makes that challenge the second challenge it, it was in six minutes he got two yellow cards yeah. so it's not like it's not on your mind of any forget or whatever he's made one the second one he, he, I think he's worried about establishing himself in that first team and it's the kind of thing that, that will work against him because a top manager when you're yeah. in a big six club, club and you're playing a big six team and you think the pressure's on it's now about decision making you're not sure that Conor Gallagher's going to make the right decisions and, and that will hurt him. It's just whether Thomas Tuchel gives him another yeah, yeah. opportunity. Because mm. they could have lost that game, Rob, by the way, yes, uh, yesterday. I mean, Hobby Bonds got, gets a goal back. Yeah. Yeah. Jose Perez hits the ball. Jamie Vardy goes around the goalkeeper, yeah. hits the side. Yeah. Could yeah. easily have, it's have not dropped just, two Chelsea, points. Chelsea are, are still finding their feet, mate. Yeah. They're still finding yeah. their way a little bit. The transfer window is coming up on Thursday, Rob, isn't it? Yeah. I think for, for here, it's like 6 p.m. Yeah, we've got a podcast on, on Thursday. Thursday. We're going to yeah, podcast when, at the end the of that. The window will be closed. So it'll be closed. So we'll know yeah. what the deals are. Mm. We expect some um, players to, to come into Chelsea. Yeah. Just a couple of interests. So remaining on Conor Gallagher, uh, I want to talk about Gallagher quick. I want to talk about um, Armando Broja yeah. and Christian Pulisic. Yeah. If, if I'm, if I'm Crystal they, Palace, they all I'm, I'm all over the phone on, on Conor Gallagher. From the moment I'm back on the bus, if I'm Patrick Vieira, I've got Thomas Tuchel on yeah. speed dial. Because yeah, yeah. I can think you've got a chance to get him. Now you have, yeah. I think you've got a chance to get him. Christian Pulisic. Could, uh, could, agent could needs he go? To be, agent he go? needs to be working. Yeah, agent needs to be working. He needs to move from the football club. He does. Because he's not going to play regular first-team football into a World Cup. We've talked about it before. The Betakers, Rob. There's the Betakers, because of his... Ability and the be takers because of his nationality, but the be takers. I mean, his his goals and assist numbers. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I know sometimes decent, he's easy coming off the yeah, bench, but yeah. they're decent. There's a ton of really good sized clubs that you would think would be interested in taking him on loan. Absolutely. So that's somebody certain to watch out for. And Amanda Brozier, the striker that yeah. I don't think again, mm. the Tuchel trusts him no, as a nine no, or even no. coming off the bench not, as a nine, yeah, which is a shame for me. I want to see somebody loan they, they think can come back and do a job. Because I remember I've, I've said to you, I was watching some train a couple of times up in, um, in LA when they were over in the summer. And it was really interesting because we both like Brozier. We saw what he did at Southampton. We both yeah. think he's got a bright future. When he was in the, the heat of training and the ball was buzzing around, he didn't quite look at the level. So, smacks of he needs another Premier League yeah, season on loan yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's at, least a, a, at least a dozen teams that could do with that Absolutely. potential to and, and, and he's going to play somewhere, and he's, he's going to play in a first team yeah. and, and get games under his belt. So, Thomas Tuchel gets the job done. Little, little quick word on, on Brendan Rodgers. Rob, will you just be pleased that the wind is done? Some of the talk can stop, then they can concentrate. You know, there's been the Tielemans saga. We'll see how that yeah. ends up. But yeah. he's back in the team. The yeah. Fafana thing's been a nightmare to deal with. Yeah. You know, Michael goes out the door. The fellow warding goal. He's, not, he's got not, not doesn't quite it. look Danny like yeah. he's the kind of replacement no. that you'd want to make. Yeah. 
Is it Brandon under a little bit of pressure? I mean, yeah. I know we're talking early days. It's four games gone in the league. One one bottom point. of the table with one point. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's under pressure. It, it want the window to close very quickly. And maybe then some of the players will switch mm. on and get their head down. Yeah. It's still a good squad of players, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah. it, they're way better than their position. So any time, if, if you look at a league table, I know there's only four games played, mm. but there's some, some that stand out, well, well, they're obviously better than that. Yeah. Or they're yeah. obviously, you know, they're, they're lucky to be, but, but Leicester's is there. Mm. They're better than that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's under pressure. I think what he's done there will buy him plenty of time. But let's, let's reevaluate Leicester City, Rob, mm. after the window yeah, closes and, and he's got a, a regular lineup. But awful, awful mm. start for yeah. Leicester City where, when they've got plenty of good players in the team. Eric Ten Hag got his first win as Manchester United manager. Great win against Liverpool. We all talked about the good things that, that Manchester United did, the basis of, of, of where the, the victory came from. I think all eyes were on St. Met for Manchester United at Southampton, looking at the game and saying, is that a one-off? You know, are United going to drop the standards again? Mm. They weren't as, at their sparkling best. It wasn't the, the, the intensity and, mm. and, and the speed in, in, in the game against Liverpool, but they got the job done, Robin. And can he take some good things away from that that one-nil victory? I think he can. I think he can. I thought it was, I thought mm. it was actually really good. And I know it's not the scintillating football that the United fans are going to want at some yeah. point. Uh, and to be fair to Eric Ten Hag, it's not really his style, actually. He's, he, I mean, no, he wants no, he tons wants of possession and control, yeah, yeah. so he'll work on mm. that. But I think the obvious thing, when I look at this Man United team going into this game, you know, we all gave them tons of credit and rightly yeah. so for that victory on Monday night against Liverpool. But I keep looking at the players, <laughs> and I see, you know, lots of similar players for last season in certain yeah. spots. But I look at the back line, this is different. And that gives me, and maybe United fans, hope that, well, we're getting a different foundation here. I mean, three, three of the four, three of the four are very different. Yeah. I mean, even Dallow. Yeah. Yeah. Even Dallow yeah. hasn't, hasn't yeah. played a ton. Tyrone Molassia, 23 years of age, looks like a good signing. Mm. Well done, yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. Lissandro Martinez, finding himself. Mm. Aggressive, yeah. quick. Hasn't, won a, hasn't, won hasn't a, lost a, lost an aerial yeah, challenge, apparently. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have yeah. to look at tape on that one. But, but other yeah, stuff, he's mean. doing really well, yeah, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. He's never going to be giant in the air, obviously. But he's he's he's, mm. he's, he's knows how to use his body. He's, he's, he's quick. He's, he's, he's aggressive. Yeah. He likes to tackle. Yeah. Varane looks is mm. kind of newish. Looks happy and, and Dello. So it's a it's a different back four. Yeah. Uh, and Christian Eriksen in midfield. Obviously, the other side of the game now in terms of technicality. Mm. I think he's I think he's just a I think he's a really good footballer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think United yeah. need that continuity, the possession control, and switching plays. Yeah. He's very smooth on both sides, right side, left yeah. side link him with Bruno Fernandes who gets a goal mm. it's a really nice Manchester United goal so yeah. right now I think I said it I think before the Manchester United show us something yeah. give us a start of a foundation and to be fair I think that's exactly what we've seen from the Man United game yeah. the start of a new foundation a new structure yeah. a new work ethic spirit mm. uh, you know distance covered whatever it, it yeah. wants to be attitude uh, yeah, he talked about that, didn't That's he? what we're yeah. seeing, and that's two now. Yeah. Good attitude, yeah. good spirit, yeah. fighting ability, defensively structured strong, mm. on you go. Totally agree. Um, I thought there was, there, was, there was baby steps, but in the right direction. I think it's about starting to, to, to build on, on you know, some of these basics, which you'll want. Just want to go gain a bit of detail, mate, on, on, on a couple of things. Casemiro, we saw him later in the game, yeah. came on for yeah. McTominay. Yeah. 
you just sense that he's going to come in and, and make a big difference. And, and, and all of a sudden, Rob, I was thinking about Casemiro behind Ericsson and Bruno. As, oh, oh, as a three like as that? As a three, how he can... Ain't bad looking. I know Bruno and Ericsson might have to do a little bit more work yeah. than they used to, but Ten Hag might be able to get a little bit but, of that well, out of them. But, but also, why not Ericsson alongside Casemiro? Yeah, with, and then with Bruno. In the hole as a number ten. You know, certain <coughs> days, certain, certain situations. Yeah, yeah I... I uh, yeah, I, I thought I think that that's interesting. Yeah. Um, just in terms of transfers, Rob, um, I just want to hit on a couple of things here. Well, yeah, well, I think I'll, we want to go the same place on one. Or I want to go to, to your. I want to go on 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 to Marcus Rashford. Oh, okay. First. Go on then. Thought, uh, looked lively. Looked more like the Marcus Rashford we know in the Liverpool game. Right. I thought against Southampton, he was quite poor. I thought there were times, Rob, and I, and I said in broadcast, when we were talking about it, I said, sometimes when I, and I was a midfield player, who needed a centre-forward to play mm. off. I wasn't a, you know, a great technical player. I needed, at times he's running, he, he doesn't particularly, I don't think, understand the role of a centre-forward at times. When to show. But he's, he's, when to some of his runs in behind are great. He does make great he, runs in not, behind, he's but not sometimes, mixing and, it up and, in yeah, the right. and I need to, you, Manchester United sometimes need something need to build off. Mm. And as a central, now he might argue, and, and people might say his best position is from the left coming in, and that's why he's not. And I get that, but also you've got to be a better. He, 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 he's got to understand sometimes his role in the team. And I still feel like we're going to get up and down Rashford. I, I agree. And, and that, I'd love that's to say a something problem, different. Rob. I'd love to say something different. Yeah. And I, I couldn't love the guy, mm. what he does, yeah. in, his, in the way he carries himself. You know, his humility, mm. his, his genuineness. Yeah, what he's done, you know, I for, just for the can't, I and can't yeah. believe that he's going to change into a regular, regular performer and scorer. For Man United. I just don't. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm sure there's a ton of people that disagree with me. Mm. And yeah, I've, we've all seen signs. And yeah. we've all seen yeah. great finishes. And we all know the pace. And we all know the trickery. And, and these other things that, yeah. yeah lots of but then just that. There's other parts of, of making it as a forward player, front player, particularly a club like that size. Um, and consistency and maybe intelligence and, and linking mm. the play when to yeah. come short when yeah. to go in behind and, and he might be the number nine now I mean it, like Ronaldo yeah. the whole Ronaldo thing is something else we have to touch on Rob you know yeah. it looks like they're going to try and get rid of Cristiano Ronaldo yeah, he's got to turn the window yeah so who's, somebody who's can gonna, take him so who else can play well Anthony Martial got a, a, an Achilles injury from the Liverpool game was missing but there's talk about him getting an extended contract right now Rob alright and, and he might you know they might have to go down that route at the moment with the window open, they're desperate for centre-forward. It's hard, isn't it? Like just the last week of the window to try and find a centre-forward, absolutely right. By the way, Anthony, if Ajax mm. turned down... <laughs> I think they turned down I, 90 I, million can, euros. Can I come back to, to Anthony after, on the next podcast? Because I need to go and watch some video and be sure what... I think this player who's got eight goals last year in the Eredivisie, yeah. who plays in a wide position, who I don't know that much about, uh, Rob, uh, but... No, I don't. Uh, to be fair, we've got, we've got to do some research yeah, on him. I and, feel and like everybody else, we have to And Ten Hag obviously knows him and must sing him, value him. I mean, a hundred million dollars? I think they've agreed a fee now. Yeah, now, a hundred million dollars? Yeah. Now, all I would say is, so far, based on a little bit of, you know, his signings, Yeah. and I know he's gone to Ajax and, yeah. and in, in different spots that you might not think the United players have come from, it's Andrew Martinez and, and Taran Malassia, mm. uh, Ericsson, kind of done all right yeah yeah they, they've, yeah, they've got themselves yeah, in the side they've yeah. done all right so mm. you know what if, if if this i mean what if he's got to be a, a real star he's got to be a star for many many seasons when you pay 100 million dollars for a player so it looks like that's going to happen and we know that anthony is desperate to come to yeah. manchester united 
Um, I'm sure his wages go up multiples um, from Ajax to Manchester United. It looks like it's going to get done before the deadline on Thursday. Um, but Ronaldo, final final thought. Does um, he time to say goodbye? But is he? Is, uh, is there going to be a club that's going well, to work? Uh, I think both parties will hope so because. I, not saying he's going to be a bad egg because I don't think he's going to be a bad pers- egg. personality. No. But I'm not sure it's it's the right thing to keep a player who's been desperate all the way through the window to get out the door. Mm. And then you go, everything's okay now. Come and be my centre forward. Yeah, and I don't I, even know even with the team now how it's playing and the personalities that that are in there. Does he affect it in a positive way? And we've talked about whose responsibility that and who it falls on more. Mm. It just feels better for me, Rob, if Ronaldo leaves the building yeah I, I agree I mean I think there's obviously Napoli is the is the yeah, current club yeah. that's being touted around I w- I'd have to think if he stays at the club he is he, he would be up he would get his head down and, mm, yeah. and do his best yeah. for the team I mean he's got he got basically mm. no other option until at least January so no well, well done Man United and well done Eric Ten Hag just let me chuck one out here just because uh, it just come to my head yeah how about and, and I heard the Obama Yang to Chelsea thing might yeah, yeah. Manchester United yeah. don't take a, a yeah, I don't mind for, it for I'm, a, years, I'm a fan I'm a fan of Aubameyang Scores goal, yep. can link play, still got pace, can go in yep. behind. Attitude, big club. It's not, I mean, his behaviour's not yeah. uh, Arteta standard, but yeah, it, yeah. it's been fine for many other clubs mm. and many other managers. Yeah, He's almost him. guaranteed goals, isn't he? Yeah. He knows the league, it's not so such again, a big gamble. It smacks a short-termism of Igalo yeah. and Falcao and uh, uh, yeah. Zlatan, who was it good. Is where it is oh, what it is so many older. Moment, like, when are they going to buy a Ford, Rob, yeah, that they like, yeah. okay, this is the future yeah. for... Well, that's, joined well, up, that's some joined-up thinking yeah, that I think is going to have to come later. Ticking, yeah. um, oh, by the way, I've got, I've got something to add on Southampton, haven't I? So Southampton, oh, yeah, so friend, they yeah. were. I, I thought Southampton were for mostly pretty good. Yeah. And I'm going to chuck in, this is my underappreciated performer, right? But this is it's not so much underappreciated performer, it's keep an eye out for this guy. Yeah, unknown performer. Yeah. yeah. And it is, where's his full name? Because he's got a bit of a long name. Armel Belakocep, German I think just over $10 million, mm. 20-year-old Southampton centre-back. Of yeah. course, super new, played alongside Salasu, who's only 22. We know about the young players coming into this yeah. football club. He had an outstanding game. Yeah. Not, only, not only defensively yeah, yeah. tackles, and, 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 but also going forward. Yeah. He, like, he got into some yeah. great situations, big size, good yeah. tackler, comfortable yeah. on the ball, likes to get forward. Yeah. He's 20. Yeah. I mean... That's exciting. So I want to give a shout out to him. Bella Kochap, Amal Bella Kochap for Southampton, centre back, number 37. Watch out. It looks like good a player. Good shout. You know, Virgil yeah. van Dijk came to that football club. Right. Rob was, was, was a little bit raw and all of a sudden. Well, that's the, part, that's, that's the whole part of this kind of Where, our little thing is to, to yeah. keep it Wesley Fofana came in the football club, Rob. Yeah. He's just gone for. Well, we, I'm sure he won out underappreciated because yeah. he's. Uh, so, yeah. um, you know, good, yeah. good shout out to Bella Kochap on that one. OK, my friend, let, let's move it to today's game. Um, City ground, Nottingham Forest. Fun, fun, fun. Tottenham. Some more fun. Forest ground, uh, City ground jumping. Uh, Forest fans loving being back in the league. I think we're all enjoying seeing Forest back in the league. The big headline, really, with Forest was 17 players in this, in this <laughs> recent window. And this I mean, talk I, I, about I changed even my, my more, notes. Rob. When I did my notes, like, today, it was 16. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm crossing yeah. stuff out every day when new players come. I mean, Steve Cooper just... Yeah. Welcoming anybody into that dressing room. Um, but in terms of, of the match, Rob, uh, in terms of how the game played out, yeah. I thought Forrest gave a decent account of what they can be and what might be achievable. Spurs are showing me the Spurs they're going to be under Antonio Conte. Yep. Set. Uh, clean sheets, 
goals, Harry Kane, key to uh, most of uh, you know most of the threat to the counter-attack turnovers, transitions, and I had a line about um, Conte because I, I know last week you you were quite strong on on the show and then talked about after like so whether they're so capable Spurs with the quality and you know the quality mm. of football, and 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 my thought was Antonio Antonio Conte would win the award for the. I don't care what people think <laughs> about me. If it's the opposition, if it's the media, uh, right. if, it, if it's yeah. pl- maybe his own players, yeah. and maybe Young Min Sun will talk about it, might find that out, or other players. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't care, Rob, as long as you're doing what he wants. And, and the team is fo- tough. Yeah, and it's team's resilient. tough and winning, winning, winning football matches. Yeah, I, I think it's right. And listen, I don't, I don't mind that uh, approach mm. when it's done really well. Yeah. And that means tough to score against tough yeah. to shoot against yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a Mourinho mm. it's like Jose yeah. Mourinho it really is like it's it's 5-4-1 mm. this is against Nottingham Forest yeah. and it's interesting Harry Kane afterwards said you know we've got to start better we can do better than that we said it at the last game I'm thinking it ain't going to change too much <laughs> mate it's not yeah. Antonio yeah. Conte was interviewed afterwards mm, and, it, and never it? said anything about yeah. a poor start yeah, yeah. it's the way they are and when they get the first goal for the most part see you later because that makes team come yeah. on come after yeah. them yeah. The count is classic counter-attacking. It's reactive yeah. football. He's he's like that. He's literally the team is like, all right, yeah, come on, you call. Co- yeah. They're invited to attack yeah. because you go and try and do your stuff. You go and try your expansive mm. and, and your little combinations and playing through the lines and all the buzzwords and all that. And we're just gonna we're gonna hoover up. You made yeah. little mistakes, thanks. Yeah. And we're gonna just go boom, 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 boom. We're gonna score. You you do all that fancy stuff. We'll just we'll we'll react to the errors and the mispasses and everything else because it's not easy to, to be silky and expansive yeah. for a lot of these teams and uh, we're going we're gonna to just go and, and, and punish those mistakes happened again today obviously the, the key part of that is when it's 0-0 yeah. or when it's 1-0 for large periods yeah. you've got to trust yeah. the bat you've yeah. got to trust that they can keep Still a clean sheet it. because yeah. it's a little vulnerable yeah. to yeah. well I'm inviting you on mm. oh uh, well that, that was actually pretty good and, and they yeah. score and they don't get the three points mm. hasn't happened yet they've yeah. got the wins yeah, yeah. but that's how it's going to be and it's, mm. and it's when done well by Mourinho and, and Conte and by yeah. the way just think of the top six Rob nobody else does it No, nobody, I mean, nobody else wants the opposition out of the uh, ball there's many champions it's, in no, England that's done it no, most his Chelsea yeah. Mourinho's Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. all the others are, uh, they, mm. they, they yeah, try and create the, ball, the score yeah, he, so yeah, it's different but I don't mind it mate I love a man and with a plan he's got a plan I, and it's working alright I think you know uh, he's the only guy who's won the Premier League title playing the three at the back Rob yeah. you know in, in this system you, you just got a thought for me there and I just wanted to, to let me run this one past you before we, we, we maybe hone in on Youngman's son. It was a bit of a, a, bit of a story today. Mm. Um, you just said, and it was interesting, you said, like, Harry Kane came out, he was with our, our, our colleagues at Sky, and said, you know, we want to do better, get the ball, we've got to start games better and have more possession. And Antonio Conte kind of came on and went, yeah, you know, we, we, we did all right. Almost like he's okay with it. Is this part of the biggest challenge for Conte? Like, there's a Spurs way of playing. Spurs have always I say he don't care, but I'm just saying, is is this one of the challenges that he's wrestling with at this football club? That some players may still think we're Spurs. You know, yeah. the Pochettino Spurs, we yeah, play the different. Spurs yeah, way and, yeah. and we want a ball. And he's like, Oh, hold on a minute. We've been you've been there and, and that didn't work. I'm in charge now. Is 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 the is the challenge to get everybody aligned to what he wants part of what's going to be an ongoing process or do you think they've got it now from we've heard about pre-season we've heard about is he is is there something in spurs that wants to be 
Well, you're talking... Good, good on the eye and right, have so possession let's do, and play Let's football. do this with two groups of people, okay. fans, yeah. right? Yeah. And, I, and I think this is a similar uh, punchline to both of these people. The fans yeah. would love to see that. Better football. Better football. Mm. Uh, was it war, the Wolves, wasn't it, last weekend where I'm yeah. like, God, is that, is that kind of okay? Like, it was so mm. drab and a bit boring and super safe. Uh, and they go off half-time and it's kind of super quiet. Um, they need to win. Yeah. So the fans are like, yeah. uh, this isn't, but we're winning. That's mm. great. I yeah. think it's the same with the players, Rob. I don't think the players are ever going to say, God, blimey, this is boring. Or can't no, we try no, to be no, no, I think they'll boring, buy in when the results are good. They'll be like... But the results were good today, but Harry was critical and, and Conte wasn't. So that tells me, uh, if they're both yeah. being honest, okay. that tells me that they're slightly different viewpoints. Of maybe what, the dressing of room. what a good performance Correct. looks like from the or, team. Or how you feel about a good performance. I mean, he scored. I mean, Kane. Yeah, scores two goals. And and w- won't it quickly realise that? Well, actually, yeah, we don't yeah. possess a lot, but mm, I'm actually scoring a lot. Correct. Actually, yeah. I could have scored more. Yeah. And I'm getting opportunities. I missed the penalty. I should have had three yeah, today. He's got him in the Champions I mean, League. He's, he's had success. He looked yeah. everywhere he's played. He, don't, he, t- he tends to win something. Yeah. So, but I just it was just interesting when you said it, and then you're, I'm thinking about it. And, yeah, it's an is there a disconnect? Is there yeah. a disconnect between the, what the manager is? Happy with, yeah, and, and what, what the, the players, players feel is feel, yeah, because I'm sure they don't enjoy not having the ball. And I'm to, mm. you know, but anyway, they enjoy winning. They enjoy winning. That's what they did. Let's let's talk about Hillmanson, Rob, because he's oh, yeah. been, you know, he's been a star. He's, he's an absolute star. We we've talked about him many times, glowingly, and, and how giving, how humble, yeah. the goals, the threat, super, and, and we and we ne- and at times I think people can be a bit condescending and talk about all the hard work and great life. He's a great goal scorer. And he's a great footballer. Mm. Start of this season, there was a little bit of, of attention that he, you know, he got 23 goals last season. He's had a couple of chances in the first three games, hasn't scored. Plays it today against Forest, and look to me, Rob. And again, I, I'm looking from the outside in, from thousands of miles away. But just like a little spark of confidence, isn't quite there. He went through a couple of times. He looked to pass one to Kulusevski when he would have shot. He went through with the goalkeeper a couple of times. Once I think he was offside, but he hit the goalkeeper. Yeah. He hit one straight shot at yeah. Henderson. He hit a shot, another shot that was a good opportunity over the bar. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen him bend in the mm. top corner many yeah. times. Just, where are we with Youngman's son? And the reaction that he came off, he obviously wasn't happy and had words to say. Richarlison came on again, Rob. Affected the game. Beautiful ball for Harry Kane. Conte won't, won't worry about making a big call, will he? I don't think he will. I, I think Antonio Conte is particularly difficult to read in some situations. Yeah. I would think, and it's totally normal for any player to have mm. a bit of a yeah. poor run. Yeah. I mean, crikey, he's been... been oh, yeah, 40, got 40 Premier League goals in the last two seasons. Says everything. And he's not even played down the centre right. where he's at the Right, pitch. so, you know, I think I said in the, in the show today that he is having to run back a lot <laughs> now, yeah. the nature of the way mm. it's going on. Yeah. Maybe that's affecting him a little bit. I don't know. I mean, he scored plenty of goals last year under the same manager. But... I would think Richarlison deserves a chance to start. Mm. Why wouldn't you? I mean, why waste... I mean, you can be loyal to the human son for what he's done, give him yeah. more time to score. Yeah. 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 But when you spent, what is it, 70, $73 million, $73 million on Richarlison, yeah. he's sat on a bench patiently, he's yeah. come on, he's affected yeah. things. The, the, yeah. the ball was the ball of the yeah. weekend. By the way, the win right to get the ball, first yeah. of all, Rob, his determination to go over and be, be strong and win it back. That's exactly what the manager wants, yeah. and that's why he brought him into the club. Yeah. So I would think he's been pushing for a star. Mm. I mean, unless the manager kind of likes the impact off the bench for now. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, Ivan Perisic is, is starting now. Basuma's mm. got to be patient. Longley's got to be patient. Um, Romero's out injured right now, so it's Davison Sanchez yeah. and, not, and not Longley. But 
I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Richardson starts the next game. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree. Um, and young and some might not like it, but when you have competition for places, when you have two guys who could almost play for every one spot, and you, you're sitting on me, you've got to be true to the other guys as yes. well. You've got to be true to those guys yeah. and go, okay, this is your opportunity. Now you, you go in and, and you've got to. Yeah, keep you, got, the you, got, you have three or four games. If you have three yeah. or four quiet ones, and, you're going to come And I think out. we all thought Kulosevsky might be the one in danger of possibly dropping outside or being rotated a bit with the shawls. And he, his standards have still been good. He, he's still um, looked to threat, and, and it could be young men's son. So thing, the thing is, Rob, there's. there's Wednesday so game. games. They yeah. got they got West Ham away. Got Champions League to come and cup yeah. competitions. They got West Ham, Fulham. There's a ton of games coming. Of football, so he yeah. is going to play. I mean, there, there will yeah. be some rotation up there. Um, just to, just to, I, I want a quick line on Foss before we move on, Rob. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think sure, Rebecca yeah. asked us in the show. Mm. You know, how difficult is is it for Steve Cooper to know mm. his best team? Well, it's impossible. <laughs> There's so many players that have come in the door, and he's yeah. just figuring out. Certain, and it's yeah. impossible. Yeah. It's just how many weeks will it take? Emmanuel Dennis, are you going to start up front? Yeah. You know. Onyewi, is it going to be him starting up front? Brennan Johnson, the player that came, yeah. continued, looks really, really good. Yeah. Gibbs White's just been signed for big money. Jesse Lingard. I mean, there's so many options. It's mm. going to take him a while to figure out his best team. Yeah. Great energy, great stadium, great flipping boost from the stadium. Yeah. Uh, and I like the way that they play, but they've got to find yeah. got to get somewhere. Some results, yeah. Start, yeah. start sticking some results together. Okay, mate, let's just go to a few other, other results. And I think we've got to, we've got to start off with, with Brighton 1 knees, Leeds 0. No. We, we're all looking forward to this game on, on Saturday with the 10 o'clock kickoff. What would, what would Beck, Beck set it up as England v USA? Yeah, bright, the bright young managers. Yeah, yeah uh, versus Jesse Marsh. And, and both come off good wins uh, the weekend before. Brighton beating West Ham, Leeds beating Chelsea. Um, it was Brighton, I thought, who bossed this one a little bit, Rob. Mm. I talked about the. Uh, I did a bit on the tactics board in terms of Brighton want to make that pitch big. They're going to pass. They're going to be, you know, technically good. Leeds are going to want to compress it and press the ball and win it back and get turnovers. Didn't really get that energetic sort of press going that they had against Chelsea. Brighton are very good with it with a team shape. Rob lots of rotations and movement. Um, he played Trossard under Welbeck. He, he played Grossen. Uh, Caicedo looks a player with McAllister and Brighton. I just thought showed that they're further down the road yeah. than, than, than Leeds. They, 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 they got a couple of ways of playing and a bit better understanding of what the manager wants. Yeah, I think so. I mean, football beat pressing Yeah, in this particular game. Marsh has proven that he can press and organise that as mm. good as anybody. Yeah. Um, but you're right, Brighton the groove right now and some of the decisions that he makes. and uh, yeah. It is quite remarkable. Mark Kukurea, Ipa yeah. Suma, Neil Mopay. Neil Mopay, yeah. I mean, less so Neil Mopay, but still. Yeah, he's top goal scorer, <laughs> joint top goal scorer last season. Seven goals. I mean, three of their best players yeah. gone yeah. or going. Yeah. Mopay's going to Everton. Yeah. Um, and yet, they sit, I mean, it's only four games, they sit third in the table. Yeah. You've got yeah, Alexis McAllister, who's yeah. an attacking midfield player, yeah. it, playing yeah. as the holding yeah, defensive midfield. midfield player. Yeah. You know, Trossard that started the first couple of games as wing-back. Yeah. Uh, Estubinian from... Uh, yeah, he came in first Premier League the, start. Yeah, on yeah. the left wing-back, looks yeah. great. So Trossard mm. plays up front. Uh, it's just an impressive team and a club that... Guy, you know, you look back at Chris Hewton's Brighton Rob a few years yeah, ago, and yeah. we said, guy, very, very so structured yeah. and boring, and, and he's totally changed it. He's, he's done a remarkable job. Yeah. I always feel like Brighton, in some ways, a bit like City. They're, they're intermovable pieces. People complain a yeah. number of different parts. He doesn't mind. It. He doesn't mind. Yeah, it, it, it's no big thing. 
And to that point, my friend, my underappreciated mm. player of the week is a man who never gets the headlines. Pascal Gross. <laughs> I think he was signed, Rob, for four and a what half... What a little player. Four and a half million dollars. I mean, four and a half million dollars now doesn't, you know... Doesn't buy Anthony's toenail no. from Ajax. Yeah. Yeah, he's got five goals, two assists in his last seven Premier League g- games. Can play in a number Super of positions. Uh, play play Super, all over. Play wide, can play in the hole, can play next to a front guy. Anywhere. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's a perfect example of a Graham Potter player. Technically good, intelligent, can play in different positions, mm. and has a goal set. Goal threat, and in, 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 in Graham Potter's team, and the criticism always is oh, the football doesn't quite get you enough goals. If Danny Welbeck's going to get, let's say, close to double figures, and Welbeck's been a, a, another story as well, then the Trossard in Gross, Gross, and March from the wide position, and Caicedo and McAllister are all going to have to chip in with the goals if they are going to sort of stay around the top end of the table. Do you know what's interesting about Pascal Gross, right? And I know it's an age of stats-based mm. um, recruitment yeah. and databases of all these different attributes mm. of players. I'm guaranteeing Pascal Gross is slow as anything. Low down, low, yeah, I, low I guarantee he can't yeah. run very far. But <laughs> yeah. what a technically yeah, gifted go, player yeah, he is. Yeah. He doesn't have to be yeah, like super athletic. He's yeah. a Uri lovely footballer. Your eye's important. He wouldn't flash up on stats because he's not that guy. But in terms of quality decision-making and technicality... He doesn't, doesn't get away from player. the two Robbies, my mate. Underappreciated no, player of the good week, Pascal Gross. Good shot. Pascal Gross, good shot. Let's talk about Wolves 1, Newcastle 1. Um, Wolves are having a bit of a tough time of yeah. it, but go 1-0 up in the game uh, through Neves with, with a lovely strike. And then we get another example of, of Alan St. Maximin's ability, Rob. The volley he hits that, you know, from a mistake clearance, I think, Yi Chan Wang, yeah. with his clearance. And he, I mean... That's Just watch it if you haven't seen yeah, it. Cause uh, it tells you everything about Alan to Maximum's abil- technical yeah. ability. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, it's, there aren't many players that can pull that off. I no. mean, it didn't look that spectacular. It didn't fly into the top corner. Or but the de- degree of difficulty yeah. we know, don't we? Yeah, just a long ball. He's hitting it first time on yeah, a volley yeah. from a clearance. Ball's I mean, he, the he same is... Distance. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's, how well is he playing right now, by the way? I mean, he well, was a player that we thought that Eddie... Oh, yeah, mm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I want an a, a unreliable well, player. That, Patrick Vieira had... Had him at Nice, I think it was, wasn't it, fancy? And there was a bit of a, there was a bit of a noise, like he was a bit of a Balotelli, a bit of a bad boy of, yeah. of, of, of yeah. football. The, the attitude was, not, was questionable. Yeah, and not timekeeping yeah. and all that. But whatever it is, Eddie Howe's getting on. Would say, though, Rob, just at the end of that game, he came off with yes, a, a muscle injury. Well, it looked some like he's holding on. the back of his leg, wasn't it? Looked, it was the yeah, back of his leg. We, we don't know no. for sure, but it looked like there was some injury. I mean, that would be a massive blow for them. Um, the way they're going things going really well for, mm. for um, Eddie Howe and, mm. and Newcastle United you know what it's other games listen the stories everywhere yeah. right and we, a game that we uh, watched again today Sunday Aston Villa versus West Ham United you know two teams that have had a bad start mm. you know two managers at the either end in some ways of their managerial yeah. career yeah. Yeah. tons of experience with David Moyes less so with Steven Gerrard um, and we thought that someone's got to give yeah. I mean it could have yeah. been a draw where yeah. It's both disappointing for both sides. But if there's a loser, yeah, then that's a story. Right, yeah. And there's some pressure added. Mm. Well, there was a loser. And it was Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa, Rob. They lost 1-0. Uh, Pablo Fornell scores with a, a little bit of a deflection. The 74th minute I've, yeah, I've yeah. got written down here to win the game 1-0. David Moyes at halftime changed things, yeah. changed the shape, changed the personnel, yeah. made a difference. They weren't very good in the first half. They were better. And Stephen Gerrard's Villa, Rob, mm. didn't 
change. Well, didn't they, change. They weren't bad in the first half, were they? Yeah, they were. They, I, know, they I thought created a couple yeah. of things and, and looked them all likely. But you're 100% right. Half time didn't change. And when he did make changes, Rob, it was like for like. So it wasn't that he changed the outlook or the way the flow of the game. He just mm. changed different people in the same positions. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Villa fans will, will, will you know, will, will put me straight. Mm. I see a very narrow team. Yeah, you talked about it on the tactics well, board. Well, I did the tactics board before the game. Yeah, I said, this is how they play. About, yeah. It's kind of a diamond. Yeah, though he calls it 4-3-1-2, yeah, not a diamond, whatever, yeah. technicalities. But they're narrow. Yeah. Coutinho's yeah. narrow. Watkins yeah. and Ings are central yeah. players. McGinn, Douglas Luiz, Kamara, narrow players. The width is for the fullbacks, Matty yeah. Cash and, and Luca yeah. Good. They're mm. very, very good yeah. parts of the team. But when the ball gets out there... Yeah. Well, there's nobody. There's no it's just going to be, all right, yeah. I'm going to just there's cross no the ball in. no or they come back. Right. So there's no... They didn't get behind no, no. West Ham's back all four. in front. All of. in front. And there's some decent-looking crosses that came mm. in. But West Ham, and I thought particularly Kurt Zuma, Zuma was, yeah, was very, very running. good. It was one of them days where if you don't make a mistake and head things and defend right. things, You're gonna, it, doesn't look, yeah, it doesn't look like they're going to score. So for, for Stephen Jarrett's point of view, Rob, what he's got... I mean, he's got Jake Ramsey. I mean, some of these players yeah. came into the game. Yeah. Uh, Leon Bailey came in, didn't he? Yeah, uh, for got them. Wendy. Uh, but how about, how about trying something different? How about yeah. having wingers, like go 4-3-3 three, three and, have, and yeah. throw those so wide players wide out players, wide yeah. and, and, and try and pull defenders apart? Yeah. And then you might get Coutinho. Then you might get people in behind and you stretch spots. in the... Op- the back four of West Ham United were not stretched. Mm. They can be lovely, lovely and tight and yeah. narrow, yeah. which makes it harder to get in between them. So, I don't know. Listen, I'm sure maybe the Villa fans see something that... But the, it's starting to get. This is a good squad of players. There's been a lot of money spent. Yeah, yeah. 14th last year is okay, and he's a young manager learning his trade at this level. I get that, but the more the weeks go on, Rob, the, the results need to come and changes. Yeah. Something different. The fans need to see. I mean, it seemed today, right, that the team, let's just say, as a team, mm. ran out of ideas. Ran out of ideas how to create and score well, a goal. And the coaching staff. Well, the, everybody. The team, the, the, oh, the, 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 group, yeah, the, the group, group as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Run out of ideas. Yeah. And there's mm. quite a lot of options there. Um, it's not a good place to be full mm, games in the season. Douglas Louise and Cameron in the same midfield and McGinn mm. sitting. You just think maybe, you know, and, and again, Ramsey's a young player. We don't know whether, you know, physicality, but he's someone who runs on, isn't he? Yeah, he's just really breaks the defensive in. line. We well, did a few bit. times last year, Rob. Yeah. Remember, I think the game we were at, he ended up dribbling through. So. That's a concern. Mm. That's, it's a poor, are they? Now they, I mean, they won. They, they, they won against uh, Everton, didn't they? Yeah. They won, the, you know, when Frank played Stevie. But that's the, that's the yeah. only win one, yeah. Rob, uh, of the season. Yeah. Three defeats now, one win. Yeah. Um, did you say a little bit of pressure will start? And, and yeah. is it? Um, who's they got next? Next up, is it City or? I, I have got my. I did have a note somewhere. They play. Villa. Villa play Arsenal on Wednesday. Oh, they got mid- midweek, yeah. Midweek, when? Arsenal. They've got Arsenal where? Away. At Arsenal. Well, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. Not an easy place no, to go I at the moment. I mean, that, that, was mm. a, that was a opportunity, because the Villa fans yeah. are brilliant. Yeah. That's a yeah. brilliant yeah. ground Cold to play at. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant yeah, ground. Yeah. That's a blow. Mm. And we'll see. We'll see yeah. if we can, we can get them back at, uh, at the Emirates. It's match of Brentford Last won. Last game, yeah. Brentford. Everton won. Um... Anthony Gordon very much in the news, but he gets himself the Everton goal, and then Brentford, I think, hit the woodwork a couple of times, didn't they, um, in that game before? The, 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 well, again, hard to keep, a, keep yeah. a close look at all the games. What we saw, it was Brentford that were piling on, like, almost yeah. from the start. And it's a really nice goal. Yeah. Connor Cody over the top, ball yeah. over the top. Gordon takes it nicely. Yeah. By the way, can they afford to lose him, Anthony Gordon? Anthony Gordon. 
You can if you if you if you offer me sixty odd plus million dollars, mate. You can. Well, what are Everton do though? Well, we got Neil Mope. As I said to Rebecca <laughs> today, they signed Neil Mope. Uh, I mean, uh, in the wide areas, I suppose they've got Damara Gray. They've God. got Townsend's injured, I think, at the moment. Yeah. You know, Wobie's done okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. You, I'm you, worried you, for yeah. Everton. I'm worried for Everton. Well, we know that financially things aren't great, and mm. if, if, if Chelsea offer enough money, it looks like you know that might be done. We'll see, obviously, wow. between now and, and yeah. Thursday. But that's a, that's a, it's a big call for Frank and. and it's interesting to show, you know, two great legendary English players, players we, 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 we're fortunate to, to be able to, you know, speak to and, and have good, re- yeah, good relationships. Yeah, we played against them and all that. Played yeah. against them, but tough time from Rob. Tough. Yeah. And it's interesting, uh, and we made a point, I know we, we're, we're going to wrap up the pod um, in a minute, but the Graham Potters, the Eddie Howes, had what you would call average Jesse playing Marsh, careers. Like, there's yeah. a, f- there's a but few. But I'm talking of English okay, yeah. guys in particular. Yeah. 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 And then have gone off and actually go themselves into yeah, themselves and into go and learn, you know, Graham Potter goes abroad, was he in Denmark, I think, and then, you know, he ends up Swansea, mm. and then comes to Brighton, and, and, you know, Eddie Howe, similar thing, was at Burnley for a long time, and, and, and you know, seen some tough times yeah. at, at Bournemouth. Learn, learn their trade over a long period of time. Through. Is there a sense, and I know you were talking about, maybe Steve, that's where Stevie and Frank, I mean, well, you, you can never turn down any, it, no, you it's can't. a great job, but Aston Villa, with the right finance, with that setup, is a team that has a possibility of closing in on that top six. Definitely. Closing in on yes. that top six. Yes. But Stephen Gerrard, and, and this isn't a criticism of Stevie, but we've got to yet find out that Stephen Gerrard got the capabilities to maximise that potential. Well, the, the, the interesting part is, particularly with Stephen Gerrard at Aston Villa, is, is the ownership going to be patient yeah, yeah. and let him... Yeah. Make some mistakes, yeah. find his way, Correct. change his style. I, mean, I, I know his assistant, I know yeah. his assistant's changed. Yeah, Michael Beale left. And I, I, I would like to see them give stand him the by time. him and, yeah. and give yeah. him the opportunity, and give him the season yeah. and carry on and yeah. another window. And yeah. Because it, it's got to be difficult. And, of course, we, I have the, we have the greatest respect for all the managers. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't been Premier no, League managers or even professional pressures and managers. Jobs and um, but we have to think, and given the ones that we've worked with over yeah. the period of time, yeah. experience, mm. know-how, decisions over many seasons of, well, in this situation I should deal with him like that, yeah. or yeah. this substitutions. And I mean, all those decisions, it's mm. your, your decisions, Rob. Yeah. On that sideline, it's him. Mm. What do I do? How do I get more chances? Yeah. Who do I bring off? Yeah. Is it Bondia? Yeah. What you know? It, it's a lot of stuff to to make big calls, and it's it's normal mm. that he's not going to make all of them great, yeah. and he needs yeah, time to figure that yeah. stuff out. I yeah. mean, he ticks so many boxes and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. The way he handles yeah. himself, the way yeah, his demeanour, his attitude, his, his humbleness, his respect, yeah. the way the press conferences are mm. really smart, and so, yeah. you know, it's got all that. But the, it's he needs a it's a bit. tough he needs business, a little bit of time now and a little bit of backing from yeah, from an so. that, that, that's ambitious, Rob. Yeah. Listen, mate, we're going to have to wrap it up for, for this week. It's a week where Arsenal remain the only team with a maximum points after four games. Joint record nine goals for Liverpool. Haaland gets his first Premier League hat trick in 30 minutes, and Ten Hag gets back-to-back wins as Manchester United manager no problem at all just a normal week in the Premier League look out for our next podcast that's on Thursday September the 1st when we'll look back at the busy midweek of fixtures and review what's been a crazy record transfer window this Thursday is the end of deadline day so Steve Cooper after that won't be able to get any more players in the dressing room but for now I'm Earl he's Musto together with two Robbies thanks for watching and listening be safe stay healthy it's a good night from me and it's good night from him good, good night, night.